What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, a.k.a. Money Compton. This podcast is available on all platforms, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Make sure you go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you also leave a comment and tell a couple of your friends about me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find me on the Twitterverse at Sports Business. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also email the show at gmail.com. Man, we got a lot of things to get into today. We're going to talk about my week three, NFL week three winners and losers. We are also going to finally dive into the to the M.A. Udoka, the head coach of the Boston Celtics situation. And then we're going to definitely dip into the dummy of the day as well. But first things first, two things. Man, I, um, I was talking to a good friend of mine today. Actually, I was just checking up on him. He lives out there in the Tampa Bay area. So I wanted to check on him because apparently there's a hurricane heading out there. So... I was shopping up with my homie Davis. Just uh, He actually came on this podcast about a year or so ago, so I actually need to get him back on here. But I was just chopping up with my man Davis and uh, just checking to see how he was doing, make sure everything's straight with him. You know, it's a, it's a hurricane. So, you know, we're just catching up. Ironically, a hurricane is what makes me want to reach out to people to make sure they're okay. So that's my bad. But me and him are chopping it up, and he sends me over... I've seen it on his social media, so if you haven't checked out the Two Dope Veterans podcast, make sure you check him out and hit the like and subscribe button on that as well, because him and his boy are doing great things. That's, again, Two Dope Veterans um, podcast. They're pretty funny. But my man Davis, if you see my man, like, there doesn't, there's not an ounce of comedian in looking. In, he doesn't look like a comedian. Um, so he sent me over a video of him actually doing stand-up comedy at an actual comedy club. And I saw some of the videos and some of the postings he had recently. And, you know, you kind of see it and you're like, oh, OK, cool, you know, cool, cool. But I actually he sent me the video. I actually asked him, I was like, yo, send me over the video of whatever you've done recently. And he sent me about a five minute video, not to get too long in the story. But, man, my man, I knew he was funny. But it's one thing to be able to bust jokes. And this is from somebody who did try stand up comedy. So the, take it from someone who has tried the industry. It ain't for me. Um, but my, you know, like I said, it's one thing to be able to tell jokes to your homeboys or be in a setting to be able to crack jokes, but to actually do it on a mic with the stick being hot in front of a whole bunch of eyeballs looking at you. That's a lot of pressure, man. And he killed it. He straight up killed it. So my man, Davis, shout out to you. You actually doing your thug dizzle. I am super duper proud of you, man, which is weird because you older than me. I'm not going to tell you your age, but you older than me. But to see my fellow veterans out here doing doing the damn thing, that's what's up, man. So if you haven't checked out Two Dope Veterans podcast, check him out. Check out my man, Davis, as well. He does do uh, personal fitness as well. So if you need gym tips and things like that, hit up my man. Now, getting on to the other business. So I've seen this article. They announced it. Uh, Sometime throughout the early slate of the football games, um, apparently Rihanna is coming out of her hiatus of not performing in the last, I don't know, seven, maybe, maybe might be close to about almost 10 years. I don't know. I'm not a huge Rihanna fan. Like, I know who she is. I know some of her songs. Um, but I can't tell. I ain't never bought no no Rihanna album. Um, but apparently Rihanna is going to be pouring in the Super Bowl. Um, email the show. Y'all like it or not. What I did find ironic is that it was just in 2019 where Rihanna just said she wasn't going to do no type of business with the NFL. So, I don't know, but just putting that out there. 
everything's all good until that mean, mighty mean green fighting machine comes knocking on your pockets and somebody says, hey, you want to come do some money? You want to come do, do a show for some for some Skrilla? Things change drastically is all I'm going to say. So email the show if y'all like rereading the Super Bowl or not. Um, they did say that Taylor Swift was supposed to initially be in it, but I guess that didn't go well. So they got her out there. So it is what it is. Anyways. We're going to talk about my week three NFL, week three winners and losers. So the first ones on deck is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, man, the Jags, they did their thug dizzle. They put that thump in on the San Diego, I mean, the LA Chargers. Um, and man, they actually look like a respectable football team compared to what they was looking like last year when they had a head coach out here kicking people in the booty and out here getting lap dances at his restaurant and whatnot. Doug Peterson, the former head coach of the... Eagles, who won a championship with them, has gotten these boys to be a respectable team. They are 2-1-1, and and they put that thumping on what a lot of people thought the Chargers were going to be, was going to be, you know, one of the top AFC league getting, league, AFC top teams, I should say, possibly in the NFL. I've always had my reservations about the Chargers. I've been on this podcast and on numerous different outlets saying that the Chargers are almost equivalent to Notre Dame football. They have all the talent in the world. They have all of the different um, tools and whatnot, but they find ways to just embarrass themselves. So until I see the Chargers actually win a, a meaningful game, I don't believe in them at all. And this is another example. Like you should have been able to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars pretty handily. And I mean, granted, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen was gone. Justin Herbert had a broken rib. They also have a great, a really, really good running running game with Austin Eckler. Um, their defense is very, very good, but I believe Bosa got hurt. You still got um, uh, you still got Khalil Mack. You still got Darren James, who's probably the, the best safety in the game. Um, you got Asante Samuel Jr. So their defense still should have been able to, I mean, Granted, you lost, but the fact that you damn sure didn't even, you practically didn't score the entire game um, is a little concerning. And that coach, Brandon Staley, uh, he's going to mess him. He's going to mess around and get himself fired really, really soon if he doesn't turn it around, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if he can't turn it around. So I'm not going to say we need to be overreacting on the Chargers, but the Jaguars, they are in a pretty crappy division where the Tennessee Titans, I'm t- I told you all last week, they, the Titans ain't what the Titans used to be. The Colts, I get it that they had a nice little cute win against the the, the Chiefs. You know, it's low key of a trap game. Um, but the Texans, they're they're doo doo. Um, I don't even think they got a win this year. So to see the Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval County, stand up um, to to be able to just put a thumping on the Chargers. I don't care who's out in the field to be able to do thirty eight to ten. It's 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 a it's a huge win for them, and it gives them you know they're they're people are people are respecting the Jaguars. I put it like that. Moving along. <clears throat> My next set of winners, man, we got to talk about them Eagles, man. The Eagles are legit. Uh, I feel like Jalen Hurts has finally figured it out. And, you know, one thing about Jalen Hurts, my man, is he don't lose. Like, if you look at his college days and he ain't lost, he wasn't a loser at Alabama. He wasn't a loser at Oklahoma when he transferred. He figures things out. And that's one thing about Jalen Hurts is that he will figure it out. He's a, he's a born winner. He gets it done. So, I, I'm really, really happy to see the Eagles out here, you know, doing their thug dizzle as well. Um, granted, it was against the commies. Are we allowed to say the commies? Like, why can't I just, why can't they just stay the Washington football team? Like, it was cool. You know, they didn't want to keep the old name, which I can respect that, but keep it as the football team. It's better than the commanders. Like, what? So, 
Yeah. But the fact that they were able to put a thumping on the commanders, the commies, um, essentially shut them out the entire game um, was very, very impressive. It's hard to beat divisional point opponents, let alone embarrass your divisional opponents as well. So to see them to so, to see them to be able to do that, you got Devontae Smith out here going crazy sicko mode. You got A.J. Brown, who which I feel like is a huge pickup being the fact that the Tennessee Titans have not been able to replace A.J. Brown um, is a huge deal. So shout out to the the Philadelphia Eagles for making it happen. Um, My next set of winners, you know, Logic, a.k.a. Mark Mark Anthony, a.k.a. um, Mike Daniels, the coach of the Miami Dolphins. They're figuring it out. They they got they they, they out here figuring it out. So um, the Dolphins with another win against, you know, a lot of people are crowning the uh, the Buffalo Bills, (laughs) excuse me, to be. Not only the best team in the AFC, but quite frankly, possibly the best team in the National Football League. And they were able to put a quick halt on that, that those ideas. So good, good job on them. And then also my last set of winners is going to be the Green Bay Packers for them to be able to go to Tampa Bay, humid, a lot of weather, inclement weather issues and this and that. And for them to be able to beat a beat it, beat it, bruised and battered Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. That's still not an easy task, especially when you got TB12, which is he's got to be the most Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde player right now in the NFL. Like, man, he gets off to these really, really, really bad starts for damn near three and a half quarters. And then the last half of the fourth quarter, he's able to just figure it out and, and turn up the heat and and damn near get your team to win. So um, it, it's it's very, very interesting. Um, I'm not going to say Tom Brady's cooked, but... I don't know. He 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 looks like a forty-five year old. I'll put it like that. He he's looking very Vinny Testaverde-ish right now at this point. So the Packers, they you know, and the cool part about it is the Packers wide receivers, they were just as uh, inexperienced, injured as much as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receivers. So you know, people can say that the Bucks had a lot of injuries, but I mean, outside of Allen Lazard. I can't really name you another wide receiver. I think Randall Cobb, but that's about it. Um, so that's the unity here or there. But the the Packers, one thing about the Packers, they'll, they'll give away the week one game, the, the season opener game. They're going to give that game away. And the next thing you know, they don't want like five out of seven or six, you know, seven out of eight or something like that. So they're a good team and, you know, more to follow about them. So my losers. Um, the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Well, we could start with the Chiefs. Chiefs, you can't you can't go to Indy and lose a game against Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis Colts. Like Indianapolis clearly has been a destination for doomed quarterbacks. You had Philip Rivers go there. Um, you had I forgot who the quarterback was there. Was it Philip Rivers? I don't even know who the quarterback. Oh, Carson Wentz was the quarterback last year for them. And then you bring Matty Ice there. That's three years in a row. You done brought doomed quarterbacks with dead ends in their careers. And you lose like that to the Colts, man. That's that's not a good look. Then you got the offensive coordinator and and Eric Bieniemy, as well as Patrick Mahomes out here, low key getting into it on the sidelines. Like I don't know, it, 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 that was just a bad loss, if you ask me. So the Chiefs, they're on my doo doo list. The Saints, come on, man. I just saw the Saints in person beat the Atlanta Falcons after they were down by a lot week one. And they were able to come back and win that game. I forgot what the score was going to the fourth quarter. But they were to come back and beat that and win that game. And you mean to tell me that you couldn't beat Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers? Is that what y'all telling me? Like, what are we doing? <sighs> you know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. Y'all, y'all can get the job done against him? 
Oh my gosh. So the Saints, I don't know what's, I can't put my finger on what's wrong with the Saints. They have all of the weapons on offense that you can think of. I didn't know they had Chris, uh, Chris Olave, um, the rookie wide receiver from Ohio State. I knew they had Jarvis Landry. I knew they got Mike Thomas back. I knew they had Kamara and Ingram. I, that's a lot of weapons. You got a lot of things to work with there. Their defense is pretty, pretty solid with Cam Jordan, Marcus Lattimore. You got an, uh, uh, you got a nice little team right there. Maybe it's, maybe it's James Winston. I don't know. But for me, from what I'm seeing, that's a team that should be a lot better than what they are. You can't be out here taking L's like y'all are taking right now. And then y'all about to go all the way to London and possibly lose against the Vikings. That's going to be a long plane ride back to the Bayou. Like, whew, I don't know about that. But the Saints, that's a bad loss, if you ask me. And, man, I I feel like this, they, they just slated every week at this point. This team is just slated. And that's going to be my Las Vegas Raiders, man. Like... I mean, everybody, like I said, I posted, if you, well, if you follow me on Facebook, I need to be, po- and I think I even put it on, um, on the Twitterverse. If you follow me on social media, I said week one, I said, I, I said, no, I actually said week one on this podcast, hold your, hold on, take it easy on all this Raider talk. Everybody, I saw, um, Dan Graziano talking about that was a sleeper pick to go to the Super Bowl. I heard a lot of other chatter from different outlets talking about Derek Carr is going to be an MVP. I, I got personal friends that sat there and said that the Raiders are going to be their Super Bowl pick. What you mean, bro? It's the, oh, it's the Vegas Raiders. That is the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys. These, this team has not been relevant since 2002. 2002 i was a sophomore in high school in 2002 bruh like what are we talking about the las vegas raiders being relevant and this is coming from a a lifelong las vegas raider fan no they weren't going to be good this year i told you the hire of josh mcdaniel was going to be doo-doo on a stick my man josh mcdaniels won his first six games as a coach for the denver broncos you know what the record was after that he only won like six games and lost like 20 some other games after that like what are we doing hiring this fool um, Paul Gutierrez of, of uh, ESPN uh, tweeted out yesterday right after the game that the owner, Mark Davis, had a long talk talk with uh, Josh McDaniels before he even had his presser. Bro, you need to fire this man immediately if you want to save face. They play the Denver Broncos at home, and that is where Josh McDaniels, that was his last head coaching gig. If he does not win that game, he... <laughs> There needs to be some serious considerations if this is a long-term solution for the for the Vegas Raiders. Um, I also, you know, people were like, "Well, they got the the best wide receiver in the game." If we keep it in all the way one thousand, the Raiders didn't really need a wide receiver. Yes, you can. That's that's a luxury. You know, it's like okay, I have a house. I have all the basic necessities I need to be able to pay my bills, to get everything done. I have all the things I need to do to survive <clears throat> and make and be comfortable. Now, I go see this fancy-dancy, um, let's just say, this new refrigerator. I got this new refrigerator. I got this current refrigerator. It blows cold air, keeps my food fresh, keeps everything cool, nice and chill, yada, yada, yada. They got this new refrigerator and over here for a couple thou-wow more. Man, this thing out here uh, dispensing the uh, cubed, uh, the, the spear ice where you could put, you know, a big old ice cube in your in your. Uh, in your cocktail beverages it keeps it's got the crispers where you keeps your food and everything in storage even longer blasey blasey blast got all these bells and whistles but what about the fridge i got right now it does what it's supposed to do but yeah but for a couple thousand dollars more you can get this new refrigerator and upgrade your refrigerator and it's gonna do all this all right cool 
it's the same damn refrigerator. It keeps things cold. It keeps my food fresh and it does all the functions. But this other exotic thing is now a liability. And that's what Devontae Adams has become a low key liability due to the fact that this offensive line is terrible. My man. Yes, he's caught a touchdown in every game outside of week one. I think he had two catches last week for 12 yards. This week, he only had five catches for under 40 yards. They can't even use this man because Derek Carr is a one-read quarterback. Once when his first read is not open, he starts panicking, and he's not able to look around the field. Now, another thing is, everyone keeps saying, get rid of Derek Carr. Well, like I said last week, what you going to get? What you going to get? Is this the year that they can start tanking for C.J. Stroud of Ohio State or Bryce, Bryce Young of Alabama? Is that what they're trying to do? Okay, cool. Maybe. I don't know. But the fact that everyone was like, oh, the Raiders, are, they're, they're going to be. No, they're, they're not. And, and I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lose to the Broncos, which they looked god awful last week. Um, but I don't I just don't see the, the, the Vegas Raiders being that much better. Last year, they won seven out of their 10 wins last year came within one score, which means to tell me. That the pendulum could have swung either other way to the other teams. And let's just say them seven wins went down to maybe, I don't know, four. Now you don't set those lost four wins. So everyone's like, oh, the Raiders are good last year. Yeah, they were very, very, they were good. But they weren't out here just dominating games. They weren't out here just beating people senseless. They weren't even winning teams. They weren't even beating people by a, a 10 points. They were literally winning within one score. Um, which leads me to tell me that. Maybe a little bit of lady luck was on their side. And right now, I think all of their losses have been one score games. So they can't, they're not able to put it all together. And I blame a lot of that on coaching. They was out here having a couple of delayed games, bad play calls. It's just not a good look for the Vegas Raiders right now. I don't know what the fix is. Their defense, you got a Chandler Jones, who's another liability. Old, spent a lot of money, ain't worth it. You didn't need him. You had Ngakwe last year. You could have used him. I think he had six sacks or something like that last year. You had Carl Nassif, who was a rotational defensive line player. Amazing. Played a phenomenal season last year. Denzel Perryman's out this year. or He's he has, he's missed a lot of time this year. He was one of the leading league-leading tacklers last year. You had Trayvon Mullen, who was on the other side of Nate Hobbs. who They were a great one-two cornerback combination. But then you bring Rock Yassin. Who was out here getting cooked left and right for the Texans last year? You signed him to $17 million. Now he's hurt. And then you could have got rid of Jonathan Abram, Cleveland, Cleveland Farrell, two busts in the part of the John Gruden. We just going to draft who we want to draft who ain't proved worth a damn nothing. You still got these two doo doo beans running around here not being able to do nothing. I mean, this defense is practically, if not worse, than the defense they had last year. If you look at their offensive line, it's probably even worse than what they had last year. Brandon Jacobs, like, I mean, I'm sorry, J- Josh Jacobs. I don't know. I get he was sick last year, but I don't understand why they're not using him more. I don't understand, like, what's going on with Darren Waller? I don't know what's going on with Darren Waller, but he looked like, after he got paid, like, yo, you know, it's hard when you getting paid. It's hard to push back on the dinner plate. You eating good, and you know you want to run back and get them seconds as a compared to when you was out here trying to scratch and survive. You trying to push back on that plate. You gotta keep getting how you live. But once when you go from eating top ramen and now you eating steak and lobster, you start slowing down a little bit. And I think my man that got paid after he done got paid, he ain't he ain't you know he ain't playing like he need to be. He's not playing like a top three tight end. There's a couple of balls he could have dove for him, didn't do that. So it, it, it it's just very, very disappointing to see um, how bad the, the Raiders have been. But and then again, I'm looking at a lot of things. The Raiders, they were good last year, but you guys, everyone keeps saying, well, Devontae Adams, this and that. Devontae Adams is just one person on a 53-man roster team. 
they could have helped. They should have got more help on the secondary. Could have got a little bit more help on offensive line. Or they could have got another reputable, younger defensive end. Possibly a Khalil Mack. Like, hey, John Gruden or Mike Mayock is not there. You could have tried to at least see if he was interested. I don't think I got any inklings that he was interested. But that's neither here or there. My other set of losers, man. Sunday Night Football as a whole has been trash this year. Trash. What was it? Week one was the Broncos, uh, was the Cowboys against the Buccaneers. Boring. Last week was the Bears against the Packers. Boring. And last night, I didn't know I was watching baseball on Sunday Night Football because last, last time I checked, the score was, what, 7-5? And Niners fans, what? Let me ask you all a, a serious question. Did, so everyone got on the gym and the OnlyFans Jimmy bus last week, and I did too. I was like, "Yo, um, the, the 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 Niners might have they might have saved their season." And then I got to thinking, and then we got to see a whole actual sixty minute game of OnlyFans Jimmy out here just loofing it up. Had one of the most WTF moments of just running out of bounds in his own end zone and throws and causes a safety. Um. It leads me to think, did the Niners actually get it wrong by drafting lap dance Lance, Trey Lance, and they got OnlyFans Jimmy like these two dudes don't look like they are the long term solution for this team from what I've seen so far. And I know granted lap dance Lance, he's out for the rest of this year. He's going to be back next year and we'll, we'll have another year to figure it out. But that's another year wasted of a team that's in win now mode. Granted, Jimmy G. He didn't have a playbook this entire year until probably week one. So he don't even know what the hell going on. It's a brand new another offensive coordinator that they have to retrain. So it's a new offense that they're learning. They, I don't know what the heck, what was that last night? I don't know. On both sides, Russell Wilson, I hate to say my man don't look like, like my man don't look like he got it. Not to mention he's got, he's got weapons. He's got Jerry, Judy. He's got Cortland Sutherland, like he's got Sutton, Cortland Sutton. He's got players that they actually play. That defensive line for the Broncos is nasty too, though. They got uh, Randy Gregory. Um, they got and the secondary is nice. They got players. This is a team that has players, but I don't understand why they look so bad on offense. Like they look terrible on offense. It's just I don't get it. In the Niners, bro, what y'all doing, man? Like. Y'all can, again, the Niners, they have weapons. They got Debo Salmon, who's probably like my favorite player in the NFL. They got Brandon Ayuk. They got George Kittle. They got weapons too. Like, I just don't get what is, I can't figure out neither one of these teams. So that's neither here or there. I'd say Sunday Night Football, they got to get it together because these, like, Sunday Night Football is looking a lot like Monday Night Football games. And everybody knows Monday Night Football games are just trash. But these Sunday Night Football games, they've been bad. But. I don't know. We'll see you next week. I don't even know who plays Sunday night next week, but I hope it's better than what it has been. Whew. So it is story time with Money Compton. And I'm going to bring up, I'm going to tell you all a story and I'm. it's going to tie, I'm going to weave it into this next subject that we got coming up. So when I was in the military, shout out to all my military veterans, wherever you served, you know, thank you for your service. We had this thing where officers commission officers could not talk to well could not i wouldn't say could not but enlisted let's just say i am a non-commissioned officer i am in a leadership position the rule of thumb was you are not allowed to date any of your subordinates um whether you you know whether you this is just single people just i'm just talking about single people single people um you know same thing with commission officers commission officers if you're a in a leadership positions you are not allowed to date your subordinates now 
I'm not going to change the I am not going to give names away. I'm not going to tell any personal stories. But I will say this. I, for a fact, have seen lives get ruined and people get away with things. And when I say people get away with things, I've seen, you know, maybe a, a senior enlisted personnel person date a junior enlisted personnel person. Might have been both single. And nothing really happened. Everybody knew what was going on. Nobody really said anything. Everybody knew it was not it was unethical and it was not supposed to be taking place. But for the most part, people didn't get in trouble for that. Now, if I was married and I was dating someone and I got caught, now you got a morale situation in your own home and you got a professional situation at your job. I saw that as well and I did see people get in trouble for that as well. Now, I say that to say this, that we live in a different times where these type of things are now taking place, whether it's in the military or professional workplace, where you do spend more time at your workplace than you do at your own family. You do end up getting gaining relationships, whether it's with your you you make friends at work. I made a couple of friends while I was at UNLV. Great friends. Great friends that those are some of my last set of friends, even at my current job. I've met some friends. We're good. We're solid. But I've also seen work relationship, work husbands, work wives be established because we are at work as well. You know, it's it's none of my business. I don't care. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Now, so to say this about the whole Boston Celtics situation, I say that to say, if I, if he is an Ime Udoka, is in a leadership position, and he is dating someone in the organization that is a subordinate, yes, he deserved to get fired. Not suspended. He deserved to get fired. I don't think no one is really knocking the, the at least me, at least I'm going to speak for me. I'm not knocking the, 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 the findings of the actual crime. The crime is this. The actual findings is this. Some unethical quote-unquote relationships happened at the workplace with the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He was consensually dating a subordinate, someone on the staff, someone in a position where he had authority over, it seems like, and it was consensual, and that's the infraction. Now, my man is in a high-profile relationship with a highly-profiled actress and Neil Long. They have a baby together. Okay, now that's 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 on him. I don't you know that ain't that ain't that ain't my job to dibble dabble in that. But what I do see is if you're telling me that two consenting adults get in they get in on whatever happens and this man gets fired, hey man, what are we doing? What are we doing? Or not fired, I'm sorry, suspended. Why isn't this man fired? Why like if you're telling me that he's gonna get suspended for one year, what does Ime Udoko have to do to rehabilitate himself? To be able to even be considered to run it back next year. And then he goes back to the team next year and then what? And then the coach that is now replacing him, Joe Mazzula, you're going to replace him with a guy who was caught doing underage drinking in college. And then a couple of years later, he had a domestic violence case on his wife that never really got solved. That's who y'all bringing in to replace him? Huh. That's a little interesting. <sighs> I'm going to bring up a couple of scenarios. If the Boston Celtics won the NBA championship, because apparently this was been, this investigation has been going on for months. This investigation took place, I think, sometime during the summer. It is September the 26th today. 
why is this just now getting out? Like, why wasn't this blown out? Um, I, I, I can go on and on about the subject, but needless to say, there's a lot of things that I, I talked to a lot of my friends, like, man, this was the talk of the town over really between Thursday and Friday. I like Thursday. I was literally sitting there. I was with my family. Like Thursday's using my family time. I'm sitting there folding laundry with my wifey sitting there chilling with my kids. I get the alert. Like, Oh, they're, they're. Ime Doka might get suspended. First thing I thought was, oh, he must have did something bad. And then, you know, Twitter gets on. They start speculating. Um, you know, pictures get posted of who the alleged woman is or the, the alleged partner, I should say. And, you know, every, like the world's spinning. And, and the problem is this dropped. If I'm on the West Coast, that dropped around 7 o'clock. That's about between 7 all the way to about, I don't know the next night because they didn't announce it officially till that next night you had about 24 hours of people just speculating trying to figure out who it is what happened who who did this what and for the celtics to one thing that really pissed me off was the um the press conference that they had with the owner and brad stevens brad stevens looked visibly upset and he brought up something that really really pissed me off you know he was up here upset talking about there was people's names that got slandered and it's BS and this and that. You know, Twitter, Twitterverse was out here speculating. We don't know who leaked the story. All right, man. First of all, shut the hell up. You, you know, you know damn well who leaked the story. It was somebody within your organization. Two, if you're so upset about Twitterverse going ham and just out here speculating left and right, it's too easy for you to just say, as an organization, all of these rumors are not true. More to follow. More details will come when we have our formal our our formal announcement of what really transpired. More to follow. Now that puts to all the end of the speculations of who it could have been. Now you're protecting your female employees at the workplace, and now you're still keeping credibility. You didn't do none of that stuff, bro, bro. You left there for literally thirty, almost twenty-four to thirty-six hours. You left the whole entire world speculating on what the hell really happened. And you sat there and you let it. You as an organization let that happen. You could have nipped it in the bud. You could have said all these. We get it that there's a whole bunch of people's names that are being thrown out there. All these rumors are false. We will have more to follow. You just left the world speculate. And it just shows you that everyone wants to always be the first person to be dropping the, the, the bomb. Everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to be the first to be like, oh, Woj said this. Or my man Sham out of the athletics said that. Nah, you got to be the one that the, the, the first person is the one who's going to drop the bomb, but you also got to be tactful with it. And that's what I saw was a whole lot of bad journalism. The Celtics as an organization, they look even worse. They look like they like they're embarrassing. And I'm going to bring in and, and, and everybody knows how I feel about Boston. But this is another strike against Boston as a whole, because I guarantee you two things. If the Boston Celtics won the NBA finals, none of this would have came up. Also, and I hate to do this, but I'm going to do this. If Ime Udoka was white, or if this was Steve Kerr or Brad Stevens, this wouldn't have came out the way it came out. Oh, yeah, I went there. I went there. This is just another example of Boston being Boston. And if you don't know what I'm telling, if you don't know what I'm talking about, do your research on Boston. Has anyone ever found it weird? That like no big time free agents have ever signed with the Boston Celtics. Does anybody find that weird? Like, okay, they got Gordon Hayward. Do you consider that a big time free agent? No. Kemba Walker? No. 
All the people that they have been able to keep. This is getting in people like, well, what about Paul Pierce? Or what about KG? What about Ray Allen? They were traded there, bruh. And also Ray Allen, when his contract was up, dip set out at Boston and went down to Miami. That's neither here or there. I know he had beef with Ray John Rondo. But it's very, very weird that Boston usually don't get a lot of free agents. They don't. They, they ain't able to keep a lot of people. My man, number 11 of the Brooklyn Nets, he didn't stay. Isaiah Thomas, he ended up getting traded. It's just a weird city is all I'm going to say on how they treat POCs. At least brothers. At least brothers. So, like I said, if Ime Udoka and some you know people say that's, that's a bad cop-out, I'm just, just stating out the facts. This is a city that has a lot of bad blood when it comes down to minorities, especially blacks, on how they treat black people. I'm not going to put a pastor that if Steve Kerr or Brad Stevens, if this was the same situation, I don't think this story gets leaked out. If Ime Udoka wins this championship, I don't think the story gets leaked out like the way it does. So there's a lot of different things that have taken place with this Ime Udoka situation that I don't like. I'm not feeling it. And let's keep it a buck. Ime Udoka, what he did was a thousand percent wrong. A thousand percent. Needs to be fired. But if I'm also Ime Udoka... You got to leave. You 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 can't be sitting around waiting. You can't be sitting around waiting for a whole entire year and you going to come on in, come into the doors next next year, next season talking about, "All right, boys, we're going to pick up where we left off." Nah, bro, you got to walk on out the door. You need to go ahead and just go into exile for a little while, lay low, figure it out, and then come back next year or the year after maybe get an assistant coaching job like my man Jason Kidd did. After his personal issues, he was able to go to L.A., win a championship as the senior head, senior assistant head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers that, that COVID year. And now he's the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Like, you're going to have to take a little time away, buddy, and just lay low. And it's just how it is. You, you messed up, bro. But for you to be still lurking around and hoping that you get your job back. Nah, man, you looking, you making it worse for yourself. Just go ahead. Exit stays left because word is you. There were speculations there. You were considering you resigning. You need to go ahead and just resign. It's okay. It's fine. You're going to get another head coaching job. You are. It's it's totally fine. So the Celtics, again, just showed their entire booty as they usually, as Boston usually does as an entire city. And once again, like I said, no one's going to be able to until, unless I see more females coming out with the allegations which I'm, I'm always going to take the female side. If it's true, then it's true. If more, if, if this is the only thing that unfolds and this is it, Boston, you sat there and ruined another black person's life per usual. Like it happens. And unless you want to, you know, unless you can show me otherwise, you know, you kind of did my man dirty. But anyways, like I said, that's how, that's my whole take on the situation. I bet it was, I mean, if I'm a player for the Boston Celtics, I know today was a media day. I'm pretty sure it was very, very awkward. And like I said, you're bringing in another, their replacement is a guy who had an actual charge of domestic violence on him. That's who you're bringing in as a replacement. I mean, okay, well, all right. Well, it's another reason why I won't be rooting for y'all then. Anyways, before we get up out of here, we're going to uh, leave with the dummy of the day. Um, Man, I, what's wrong with all these media outlets not covering Brett Favre? Brett Favre out here stealing welfare from one of the most poorest states in the country also a state that their state capital doesn't even have any running water right now or clean running water i should say and he out here having welfare fraud for football for football facilities as well as uh volleyball facilities at his alma mater at southern miss why isn't nobody talking about this like why is this something that's getting swept up under the rug and it's just kind of like oh 
Yeah, this is this is a thing, but it's not really a thing, but it's a thing, but we're not going to talk about it. My man Michael Vick was out here fighting with dog had had a dog fighting ring and got ring and got more coverage. We talking about this email Doka situation more than we talking about someone committing welfare fraud for millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and nobody wants to talk about that. I mean, I'm not really surprised about Brett Favre. I mean, he was like on some creep status when he was with the Jets. So there's that. Like his, he ain't been the most cleanest person. But I mean, again, you know, it's just the way another people want to perception is reality, and they want to try to still make Brett Favre into this like happy-go-lucky guy that was just a fun, jovial dude <clears throat> throughout his years as an NFL player. I mean, by all means, but it's just not a good look. But Brett Favre, my man, you get you get the dummy of the day for out here. You're literally out here stealing money from the poor. Like, I don't get it. And then you want to try to cover it up when they got the receipts of text messages. Man, you bugging. Anyways, this is the Sports Business Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Tom Business, a.k.a. Money Compton. Like I said, this podcast is available on all platforms. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. You can also find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find me on the Twitterverse. Like I said, email the show, sportsbusiness at gmail.com. Other than that, we're going to run it back next week. Be safe. We out.